Salam everyone, welcome to the Abuan Chronicles podcast, a podcast hosted by five black Muslim women, Ikran, Istahil, Sahra, Umul Khair, and your girl Hafsa living her best life out in self-imposed exile in London, UK. Join us every month as we talk about our personal experiences, pop culture, identity, politics, and more. Hey guys, we've got some exciting news. Today we're featuring the company 786cosmetics.com. I'm sure you've all heard of Halal Nail Polish. There's this super cute company called 786 Cosmetics whose nail polishes are certified halal and water permeable. Super convenient for folks who pray and want cute nails. My favorite thing about them is that they name their nail polishes after cities around the world. I got Tuscany, a burnt terracotta shade that's inspired by the city and its homes with clay rooftops. I also got Gaza, this dark olive green color that honestly immediately reminded me of the olive trees and olive oils Palestine is so famous for. I got both shades because of how flattering they were on the darker models, but I'm sure they'll look good on most everyone. They also have colors for all moods, from bright spring to everyday nudes. If you have any questions about the brand, their halal certification, or testing, feel free to reach out to them, and I'm sure they would be happy to explain everything to you. 786 Cosmetic Nails Polishes are also 100% vegan and completely cruelty-free, which is great to hear as a Muslim who wants to shop ethically. And guess what? They ship worldwide. 786 Cosmetics gave us a special coupon code to share with you all today. The coupon code is Abuan Chronicles, and that is for 15% off at 786cosmetics.com. This coupon code cannot be combined with other codes and does not work on sale items. So get yourself a great 15% discount using the code Abuan Chronicles and some of that free shipping for orders over $35 for vegan, cruelty-free halal nail polish at 786cosmetics.com. Hey everyone, I'm Hafsa, and for this episode, I'm joined by my co-host Istahil. It's the much-anticipated second part of our love anthology episode, The Dating Game. We had so much content from the last episode that we wanted to share with y'all, so we instead decided to dedicate an entire episode to what it's like being a young Muslim looking for love. From finding someone you fancy, to shooting your shop, to first dates, to dating apps, we cover it all. Stay tuned to hear some great insights and tips from our phenomenal guests. And kicking us off, we have Khadra. After going on and on about love and marriage in our last Love Anthology episode, she shared a bit more about how to shoot your shot with the best results. Take a listen. How do you talk to a guy, generally speaking? Because there's that thing where you can't talk to a guy's haram. And then all of a sudden, yeah, all of a sudden it's, you're expected to get married. Like, it's like, what about that? No, no. Like, it just automatically <laughs> disappears. To to, yeah, <laughs> none of that. No. <laughs> and now it's like, oh, oh and then you're 23, 24. Yeah, exactly. Hey, yeah. Hey, Wuli Adi, school, school, 24 7. Literally, after you get your degrees, you're like, oh, is this what she wanted? Yes, but not for this long. Like, yeah. when are you going to get married? What's happening? What's happening? Like, you know, there's just always so much expectations on the Somali girl. But in terms of marriage, looking for somebody, um, like I said, I feel in like. In a halal way. In a obviously, you don't want to be going into a. God forbid you ever meet your husband in a club or anything. But, you know, obviously, besides the point, but what I'm saying is. Obviously, a lot of it is du'a because it could change. Honestly, I will have a true believer in du'a because I honestly do not believe. I do not. I know I would have not gotten how far and where I am today if I did not make du'a. And not only my du'a, my mom's du'a too. Honestly, your mom's du'a is so underrated. Like, people really underrate it. Like, they underestimate it. But, well, like, your mom making du'a for you, especially, like, no mom, no mother ever wants 
a bad husband for her daughter she always wants the best for her daughter mm-hmm. so always just being on your mom's good side and you know mm-hmm. being open about that with your mom like saying hey Hoya I would generally appreciate if you made dad for me like you might get some questions like yo why are you asking me that right now why are you talking to somebody yeah, yeah. like obviously that's besides the point but like having their dua is really key too mm-hmm. um, in terms of talking to a guy though <sighs> where do I start? The Twitter where you shoot your shot every year, you make the DM. That's the thing. Or the... A lot of girls don't believe in shooting your shot. Yeah, you it's like, honestly, I mean, you have it? to be realistic. No, to some extent, no. Here's the thing, like, I understand the whole idea of she yeah. should not have to move for a guy. I get that. I'm a true, so I stand for that, you know? Yeah. Myself, my story included. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, there are certain times where sis, you gotta get what you want. Yeah. Well, like, like, I'm telling you, if you like a guy. Enough. If you're lucky enough, and that's the thing. If <laughs> well, it's just a whole other topic of conversation. Yeah. But if you're lucky enough, like, I mean, you have the confidence. I'm telling you, sis, there is nothing wrong yeah. with approaching a guy. Well, like, here's the thing. If if you're just saying, hey, like, you know, um, I like you. I think you're cute. We should talk. I feel like that's kind of not the open point. Ending. That's very open ending, and also it comes off as um. I don't want to try too hard, but at the same time, like, I want to see you try, but at the same time, like, I don't really know what I want. You know what I mean? So I feel like, I feel like if you're ready for marriage and there's a guy that you really like, I'm like, he's sis, he's not going to be on the market forever. It's either you or another girl who gets go him. Go get him. Go get him. I'm, I'm Are you saying go aggressive from No, 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 no. Not aggressive, obviously, but I'm saying like, you know, do what you got to do. You're like, you know him. You're not dumb. You know how to like, smooth your way into yeah. things. You know what I mean? But guys... I noticed, speaking from my husband's perspective too, because that's how I kind of did it. But like they, they, they like straight up. Guys are so straight up. They're not like girls. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're very direct. No, Ayaga, like those, they have like a girl could like them. Well, like she could be tying her shoes. She could do anything. Some guys, the hasted ones, will know and they'll take advantage of her. The other ones, majority of them though, really don't see it. They just, it's just, it's not there like that. <laughs> <laughs> that view that <laughs> no confusion no correlation nothing like they think oh you know she's just yeah yeah yeah. she's a nice girl she's a nice girl she's oh, a she's nice girl nice she's nice. being nice for niceness not she's being nice because she likes you you know what i mean yeah. so sometimes you have to dumb it down for them like listen i will tie your shoes just understand that i like you okay <laughs> obviously don't go and tie her shoes obviously don't ever do that i'm not saying don't ever, i'm not saying do that don't ever do that <laughs> but i'm saying like you have to be direct if like sometimes reason, if you're helping him if you're doing it because you like him you need to make that clear is that what you're saying <laughs> you need to like kind of, i'm being straight i'm being yeah. straight well i like, know i'm saying because I, I can't speak for every other situations i don't know how girls might like the guy that they want like i don't know what their interaction social interaction with them is yeah. i don't know how well they know them. let's say this is a person that's like quiet like the people that they're messaging mm-hmm. like the quiet person who doesn't know where to start yeah and like like someone <sighs> so you say twitter twitter first you have to you have to know the person you have to know the person so get he to has to, yeah you have to get to know them you have to make it like you have to know that they at least kind of know you or know of you mm-hmm. you know you can't just directly from the jump say hey I like you. And they're like, yo, who, where does this girl come from? Like, who, who is she? Yo, run a background check on her real quick. <laughs> you can't have that, you know? I'm, I'm saying, put yourself out there, but not just for him, not just for his sake. Like, put yourself out there because for whatever reasons, you're putting yourself out there for school, for career, for networking, but also just to make sure that you're there knowing at the back of your mind, okay, this is step one yeah. of my end game. Okay. This is step one of my goal. And then when you're confident and you feel like you have it all, 
and at the same time, you guys, there's a lot of things to take into consideration. You can't be straight up with a guy that you know is not ready for marriage. Like, yeah. don't don't go and do that. I'm not saying go and do that. I'm not saying go and make your shot with a guy who is not ready for marriage, okay? Yeah. I'm saying for the guys that you know are ready for marriage, and obviously that would be the person you're liking, I'm assuming, but somebody who's ready for marriage, somebody who you know would be respectful about it and who you know would also reject you in a very... In a very respectful way. Like, you know? Because you also have to be open to that. Like, you can't just say, okay, I'm going to make my shot. And he's not going to say no. That's just not going to happen. Because if it happens, I'm, he's dead. Like, there's no no's. I'm not taking no for a thousand. No, you have to open. Like, so you have to be open-minded. You have to say, okay, at the end of the day, you know, everybody has different tastes. Everybody has different niche. Like, everybody has different preferences. You know what I mean? But... You have to go and say, okay, I'm doing this for the sake of Allah. I'm doing this because I want to complete half my deen. And I feel like this person would be a potential candidate. I feel like this person has the qualities that I'm looking for in a spouse. You go in, hey, you know, whatever. Um, and honesty, honesty is one of the biggest things. Well, I hate. Like, there's nothing ever ugly about honesty. Ever. Like, there's nothing anybody could do and say, oh, yo, 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 she said this and run with it. Like, if they do, that's, that's a huge reflection of their character. Yeah. And obviously, other people would probably check them for it. Mm-hmm. But nine times out of ten like being honest like will i a guy they're really gonna say oh my god am i am i really like this like does she wow do people notice that does she notice that does she like they're literally go- they're gonna feel like a whole new person you know what i mean like you're gonna gas them like you're not obviously gassing them but they're gonna feel so gassed like yeah. oh my god like yo but what if it's a gassed guy okay that's the thing what if it's a guy everyone's running after already then don't don't <laughs> no listen if he's a guy that every girl's running after that's so hard because here's the thing there's two things if, what if he's a good guy a catch nice a nice yeah 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 but like all these girls are running after him so he's not he he's not doesn't... then he has options and you have yeah. to you have to keep yourself open to that Definitely. you have to make yourself open minded say listen I'm not the only one in the game right now but I'm the one willing <laughs> to make the, the shot right? is this the best <laughs> <laughs> the halab is the Muslim version but you have to be like I said the thing is you can't be good yeah tawakkul and honestly you guys I know it hurts I know it hurts to say this but you have to be so open minded when you're going to this you have to be ready for whatever rejection consequences like not consequences but whatever like you might get back that you might not expect which might not which might not be what you want you have to be ready to accept that and move on if it's not clear for you think of it as a good thing yeah yeah think of it honestly, just think of it as a guy moving to a girl. Yeah. Same thing. Like, there's just no difference except that the rules are reversed. But the thing is, again, society. Again, exactly, society. It's like, you know... But the thing is, we normalize it when it's okay. Like, like, astaghfirullah. It's not astaghfirullah, but like, in the sense of Khadija and the Prophet yeah, Sallallahu Who pursued who? Khadija. Khadija pursued the Prophet. But he was like, Masha But he was, mashallah, tabarakallah, and he was the Prophet, so nobody's gonna say anything bad about it. Yeah. But if it's modern day society and you hear, oh, a girl made her shot with a guy, they're gonna say, oh, why Depends not? On the guy, right? Depends on the guy, too. Like, So I'm saying, if you're making a shot with a guy, first of all, there's nothing wrong with it. Second of all, make sure it's somebody you know would be suitable mm-hmm. for your taste. Like, wallahi, sis, don't settle for less. Like, if, if you feel like you're just shooting your shot because you're at a dead end and you feel like you need to get married at some point That's and you don't care, don't ever settle. Because at the end of the day, once you're locked in, you're the one who's going to be suffering. And you're going to be hitting yourself for settling for something you shouldn't have. You know, like... Locked in. You're locked in. I'm telling you, you're locked in. <laughs> Anything that you do after that follows you, regardless if you like it or not. That's yeah. the harsh reality, you know? Yeah, rose tinted glasses. The rose... <laughs> Everything. Everything is off the table. So, if if you like a guy, there's a lot of factors. But obviously, first one being, he has to be on his deen. You can't just be going after somebody who, you know, is not good for you. It has to be somebody who's either on the same level as deen as you or better than you. But also, don't get a guy who's too much of an akhli and just makes you feel so 
those oppressors those oppressors don't don't go for them either because they need issues they need to work on yeah. i'm not gonna speak on them but literally you shouldn't be going to a relationship with somebody feeling like oh my god i feel so hot on all the time like you should yeah. not be doing that oh you should be with somebody who's on the same level as you if not a little bit better yeah. but to the point where you know that they can make you better number one number two don't go for a guy that's you know has a history also of like showing things off or if you know he has like a good close like a group of friends you know those guys that are known yeah. that show their boys everything or that oh, you know yeah. that they talk about other girls like well because like, nowadays the guys talk like girls yeah. there's no difference between them they talk so much crap they say whoever they've been talking to them probably are right off too yeah. so like i said go back to go to a guy that's good that's decent someone who respects you. someone who respects you and somebody that you know you know if they say no to me can i take it yeah. with my head up and just say okay you know I can live with this. It's not the end of the world. You did your part. At the end of the day, would you rather have tried and gotten your answer or would you rather have been sitting in your room saying what if, seeing him with another girl? Yeah. Which one? That's if the guy's worth it. That's if the guy's worth it, you guys, again. Don't just go for any guy. Well, like, yeah. We're just saying there's specifics you go for. You don't just dive in, okay? So, and then the last thing would be um, if if you really like him, be honest about it. Don't, don't say, hey, I'm just trying to get to know you for marriage purposes. Say, hey, you know, I've seen you around. I really like what you do. But also don't, like, don't gas him. Don't gas him too much. Don't. <laughs> don't do that. Because then... then like, we're still standing We're here. still standing here. Because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you got to hold your ground. Because at the end of the day, a guy has to know that, listen, this girl has shut off. Like, she's coming out. She's saying this to me. And she's not sounding like she's just some... Yeah, you're... Nah. Yeah, you're not. You know what I mean? I don't have to say it. But you're not sounding like you're desperate or anything. But they have to be able to say, okay, yo, I had a girl, she came up to me, she talked to me so respectfully, they will be intimidated enough to not talk to you as respectful, if not more respectful. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's like you, you have a guy that comes into your DMs, he's so respectful, very kind. He says, hey, I seen you, I liked what you do, Um, I feel like, you know, you'd be a very good person to get to know, and I'm trying to get to talk to you for the sake of marriage, you know? And if you, if you accept this, um, I, that'd be great. If not, you know, honestly, I understand, and like, thanks for even just reading this kind of thing. Yeah. Like, if you go into it with that, what what are you automatically going to do as a person, as you, Stahel? You'll be like, wow. You know, he's so nice. He's so legit. respectful. Yeah, he's so respectful. Yeah. He's so legit. Like, yeah. you're not going to talk to them with some bad energy. You're not going to go and diss them. You're not going to go and show it the next girl, next man. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're going to say, oh, my God, like, wow, there's not there, there's there's not people like that anymore in the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? And well, like guys like honest, they like straightforward. They like to the point. Don't prolong it. Don't beat around the bush at the same time. Be straight to the point, And at the same time, don't over sugarcoat it yeah. you know what i mean so be respectful be truthful and be honest yeah. honest about how you feel because at the end of the day this is you're doing this for you yeah. you're not doing this for somebody else <laughs> nine times out of ten it should work but if it doesn't if it doesn't you're the one <laughs> no no talk to me and i'll just i'll hope you how to make it better or we'll see what we can do moving forward yeah. but honestly yeah you guys if, if you guys if you guys really like him go for him you know like we said, though, there's a lot of things you should do before just take diving in, take into consideration. But at the same time, um, there's always, you know, you could always just ask your Hoya to find you somebody that works <laughs> too. But if that's not the case, then, you know, inshallah, we all find somebody that's good for us and that Amen. makes us happy and that fulfills our deen and that takes care of us the way we're supposed to be taken care of. Amen. Yeah. Guys, it's truly a mixed bag when it comes to the males of our species. We hit up Mohammed to learn a bit about what's going on on the other side of the battlefield. Hey everyone, my name is Mohammed and I am 25 years old. Welcome, welcome! So just to start off, in a nutshell, would you say dating is a good experience or a bad experience for you? That is a hard question. I think 
if if I were to lean on one side, I would say it's a it's a good experience. I think it's enjoyable. It's um, there can be some obviously there are bad times, but it can also be fun. Okay, so we have optimist on our hands. I love it. I love it. It's uh, it's a nice it's a nice thing to see, a nice thing to hear. So when you say that, you know, you find it to be more po- more of a positive experience. What aspects of it do you find to be so much fun? Um, I guess just like meeting someone, meeting someone that's different, uh, learning about someone. Like you'll be surprised. There's a lot of different people. Like when you kind of like step out of your own world. And honestly, I kind of equate it to like, you know, like meeting like friends, for example, like, you know, that like fun and like thrill that you have when you first meet someone, you like connect with them and you just like understand each other. It's like, yeah, it's a good feeling. So, you know, that's, that's always fun. How old were you when you went out on your first date? Uh, I'm I'm a, I'm a late bloomer. Um, I think I was, uh, probably like 21. 21 okay he said a late bloomer guys listen to that um 21 is perfectly fine to go on a first date all right so like there's kind of a build-up to that point isn't there like what your friends are going through what you watch on television what you read in books how did it match up to that oh yeah so it's definitely not like in books like honestly it's it's definitely different um for example in the books you know like people will like fall in love in like the first like week or something <laughs> no but that's not real that's that's kind of weird actually and it's creepy. yeah definitely very creepy so that's you you know you learn quickly because like you're just like oh like i just met this person like i don't feel anything for you <laughs> well just just yet it, it takes a lot of efforts and time spent i think before you actually start to develop feelings and also, there's no such thing as a meet-cute in real life. That's just so annoying. You know, like in the movies, you know, you trip, someone's there, you you look at each other's eyes, it's a moment, and it's happily ever after after that. That doesn't really happen in real life. You're kind of more active about dating or like finding somebody or like talking to someone than bumping into them in like the friggin' grocery store, right? Yeah, it's like a battle. It's like, uh, like oh, like does that person like she like me or do I like her am I being too much am I being too little like it's like you have to find like that balance it's like a tug of war and and that's why I can like you can start to see like people like oh like you gotta play the game like the game is the game like because honestly at times it does really feel like a game that you're playing and you're trying to win and you're like kind of competing against each other like who's gonna who's gonna fold first you know who's gonna send that first text who's gonna double text oh my god they double texted that's crazy like so (laughs) yeah it it really is a game Uh, you just gotta play it (laughs) that's actually so dramatic but at what cost at what cost that's the question yeah that is I mean, I'm just thinking about it. It's it's a bit crazy because you're actually 100% right. A lot of times it's like, why should I message first? I messaged last. Or why am I sending a message again when they've already replied to me this morning? Why am I sending another text? Why am I calling first? It's a bit it's a bit dramatic in that sense. But then again, like you said, if you're not that invested in the beginning, especially when you still don't know someone that well, it's really easy to do that, isn't it? Yeah, it definitely is. And then like... It's easy to misinterpret a lot of things, too. How have you found your experiences meeting folks in real life versus meeting folks on, like, um, 
social media and you know instagram twitter all that stuff well first off uh when you compare real life to like i guess online stuff um yeah it's definitely more scarier uh, in person because like you can't like i don't know like i feel like it's hard to demonstrate that you're interested in real life just because you know like you don't really know the person the best you can do is just like converse with them um and hope you know by like the end of it you know you can kind of like make a connection there uh but like social media online like you know like you are presented as you are you know you have your instagram like for example you have all your pictures they have theirs you know you can say the craziest things uh and and kind of like be, be more confident i think just because yeah there's no one around <laughs> to, to kind of judge you so um yeah I, th- I feel like just yeah me personally i feel like i would be a bit more confident online than in in person yeah it's it's a bit more intimidating in person as opposed to you know just hitting someone up but even like social media etiquette and moving to people on social media for instance like you can't just have an account where you have zero mutuals you've never spoken to this person in real life you follow them today and then you decide to message them today hey you know i like you or hey what's going on that's just i i personally will ignore that i i ignore that kind of shit but um there has to be like a certain type of etiquette so how do you go about it Mm -hmm. yeah yeah there definitely is an etiquette to it i think you know yeah you can't be like too forward otherwise that's kind of creepy as well (laughs) so um you just yeah like if you you know you see someone you fancy i think so okay they posted a photo okay let me like that photo okay you post your own photo okay oh they like my photo okay maybe they fancy me too okay so let me you know like kind of start to facilitate something um so basically what i'm saying I, i think you have to like warm up to it especially if you're online you can't just like go straight in like head on you kind of have to yeah kind of like just subtly assess the situation and see if it's see if it's good you follow each other like each other's posts i'm assuming you know reply to each other's stories and then you take the conversation from there right yeah at what point once you know you've had a few you know likes here and there one two replies to stories Mm -hmm. at what point do you decide to take it to the next step in terms of like making it like a deeper conversation whether it's online whether it's asking for a phone number whether it's like asking someone to facetime like what helps you get to that next move Mm -hmm. yeah i think it's um it's it's honestly it's i think it's like after you kind of like make that connection like you kind of know when you kind of like connected you kind of have a sense of whether this person's interested are they replying to your messages are they you know like facilitating conversation are they asking questions um so after you kind of establish that and you have that feeling then i think it's appropriate to be like oh like by the way like uh do you want to you know like like let's take this to you know the phone or like how about i call you once or even like oh like maybe you connected on oh like we both love um croissants do you want to get croissants sometime with me (laughs) Like, you know, like you just you have to really make that connection, like that, build that report. Um, and you'll just know, like, also, like, I think something we're missing is it depends on who's doing like kind of like the courting. Um, usually it's uh, the men, <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. Um, 
So like, it's kind of like, I think on the guy's job to kind of like facilitate that next step if, if they want to. And how would you feel about it if a girl instead did that? Um, if a girl did that, um, if she did it at the right moment, then yeah, I would, I'd love that. Yeah, I think it'd be totally cool. But if she didn't do it at the right moment, then that would be probably obviously awkward. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. If someone was doing the courting, quote mm-hmm. unquote, I love that fact they used the word courting. I love it. <laughs> but um, if some, if a girl was doing the courting, like the whole. The pursuing, yeah. the initial follow, uh-huh. the likes, the replies, the you know messaging, the taking it to the next level. Mm-hmm. How's that for a change? Honestly, I, I would sit back and enjoy the ride. What do you What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> sounds like a oh, that sounds like paradise. Like I don't even have to put in any work. Okay, sure. But like for that to like to enjoy that, I think you also have to kind of be interested as well. Like, it's different if you're actually interested in the person versus, like, like you didn't really have much of an interest and then they came on to you and then you're just, like, kind of, like, entertaining it just because. Just so there's, like, a little difference between those two those two facts. So, like, if you are interested in it, then, yeah, like, I'm, I'm ready. Like, <laughs> awesome. But um, if I'm not, then, you know, obviously, like, you, like, kind of stop, stop it, I guess you can say. Um, I was going to say, like, honestly, I don't think... Um... And I think this is a healthy way to think. I don't think women should be so trusting of men in general. Like, expect hope for the best, but ex- expect the worst. People are constantly trying to impress each other on dates, if you think about it, right? Like, especially the first few dates. But eventually, they'll out themselves. Eventually, like, if, if they weren't honest, if they, weren't, if they didn't really mean it, eventually, they'll stumble on their words. They'll say the wrong things. They'll do the wrong thing. Unless they're a freaking psychopath, and then you have to pray for yourself. That's why I think... Um... Like, just meeting someone, dating in general, I think overall it's a risk you take. Like, you'll never truly know the other person until you get to know that person. So, like, every time you know you try to get into one of those situations, you really, it's, it's, a, it's a risk that you're taking. And you kind of have to, like, just ask yourself, like, am I ready to, you know, like, take this risk of this obviously going south? Uh, in, in Whereas the obviously the benefits could be like obviously they can be great you know you can get into a relationship marriage things like that so dating is hard guys you may recognize Ikram's voice from our internet friends episode but today she's spitting hard facts on the struggles and strife that come with dating apps hello everyone my name is Ikram I'm a 25 year old Orma Australian currently residing in Canberra. Australia, cool. <laughs> oh my god. But Ikran, we've brought you on here to talk a little bit more about love and dating. Nah, not love. That's a lie. We brought you on <laughs> I was here. gonna say. I was mm. like, damn, I'm cringing behind mm-mm, the screens. <laughs> because dating ain't about love. Dating is about the struggle. No. That's what it's about. <laughs> That's yeah, it is. It's a it's a tough struggle, some of us for a long time, you know. <laughs> Right now, you're 25. You're living in Canberra. Mm-hmm. If you don't mind me mm-hmm. telling the crew, you're living out there on your own, away from mm-hmm. your family and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. And how is, like, the dating game out there? Like, what do you find to be the norm, I guess? I mean, with Canberra, because of, you know, where it is in Australia and the type of demographic that are residing here, there's not many Muslims. In my humble opinion, well, I mean, you know, in the last two and a half years that I've been here, 
I really discovered that there's more of a big South Asian community and not, and there's, I think, no community of East or no sort of Africans. I've seen none, none. So it's been hard. But with these dating apps, you can change the location, which makes it easy. But what I've seen with like all the friends I've made within the last few years that I've been here, most people get really lucky with Tinder. And that really surprises me because Tinder has such a bad stigma of, you know, people are just using it to, you know, to hit it and quit it. And I see people saying, oh, no, I've met my partner and we're getting married next year. And I'm like, on Tinder? What? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I realized, I guess, with all these new dating apps, for example, Hinge is quite relatively new. It gives you a lot more options. I think a lot of times when people talk about dating apps in general, like amongst Muslim populations, they focus a lot on the Muslim dating apps. And they're Mm -hmm. quite fixated (laughs) on those ones. And people... They're, first of all, they're already hesitant to try dating apps to start with. I mean, people are just opening of up to course. this now. But one thing that I have noticed that's very different from the two is the culture and how people behave and act on both of those apps. Like, you could have the same profile on Muzmatch or Minder, show up on Hinge, and you're just like, interesting. You weren't moving yeah, like this yeah. there. You're moving like this here. What's going on? <laughs> I think it's more looking at who uses the apps. Like for me personally, I've been quite hesitant to go on the, you know, Islamic apps because I'm like, hmm, what if someone sees me there? You know what I mean? <laughs> Trying was match, you know, in the first stages of lockdown here in Australia. Just, just, you know, just to see. And I'm like, look, I'm just going to check it out. Can't hate outside the club. And uh, honestly, it's just a different kind of like mess. If you could kind of like think about the pro- the pros and cons of like using Islamic dating apps, versus using just regular schmegular dating apps? Like, what makes you gravitate to one versus the other? I think the fact that on a non-Muslimic one, no one will catch you. My thing is, though, because you're saying no one will catch you, and you know what, I get it, but yo, that person was has a profile to be able to see you on the goddamn app. That's beside the point, Hamza. You know why? It's it's more, um, how do I say? It's more when we catch other people, we kiki at them. I don't want that happening to me, man. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I'm too busy kiki at someone's profile saying, oh my God, look, he's on Buzzmatch now in the group chats. I don't want to be that, Im- I don't want to be that photo. I don't want to be that oh screenshot. Oh my God. I remember. <laughs> Girl. I feel Dude, bad now. Even when I was on Buzzmatch, I was under a fake name blurred my pictures like i'm not no one's gonna catch me out here lacking you know? <laughs> oh my god but you know the thing is damn you know that's messed up because you're right we're the perpetrators it's, of the crimes too <laughs> it's such a sad reality <laughs> what is wrong with it though why are we kicking why is it funny why is it embarrassing why is it shameful none of this makes sense because mm-hmm. it er- doesn't. like if you think about it the way humans are fixated on love but we're like we hold this like culture of oh it's embarrassing don't get caught lacking don't look desperate fam niggas is all desperate let's be real Let, let's be honest right now because the way everybody's talking out on these streets every time you're sitting with with like a, a group of girls right nine times out of ten i'm sorry to say this even if you're not fixated on it even if you don't care and don't get me wrong like i have a lot of friends who couldn't care less about dating or getting into relationships or getting married or any of that stuff nine times out of ten the conversation somehow ends or like at some point even if it's a, it's a minuscule tiny part of the convo there's something to talk about boys unfortunately 100 percent agree with you 100 percent agree with you so why are we embarrassed why are we hiding i feel like we've taken the hishod or like the you have parents say oh shame blah 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 we've taken that but taking it to a different level 
to a different level. It's like there's nothing to be embarrassed about, you know what I mean? But we're out here saying, oh my God, can you believe it? They're on the app? It's ridiculous. Every time I think about it, after I kiki, I have like a little reflection moment thinking to myself, why do we do that? What was the reason, Ikram? What was the reason? Why? Because inevitably we're all going to have to use those apps because that's how it's working like right now, you know what I mean? Yeah, maybe 10, 20 years ago, people would meet, you know, in person or through friends. That's not how it is, especially in the in the times of COVID and, you know, everyone's, most, most of the people are inside. How else are you going to meet people? How? There's not anything to be ashamed of. You mentioned, like, you know, going to other cities and other areas of the world and all that stuff. Long distance? Really? No, I very much am against long distance, but, like, <laughs> let me quickly plug in what happened to me on Bumble. So when I, especially when I change cities, it's always when I'm in that city. So sometimes, yeah, I'll be in Canberra, you know, looking at other cities but generally when I'm in that city I turn the apps on and change the location I was in Sydney one weekend let's see the market blah 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 swiped on this East African male and it was all cool he was coming on too strong and I was like yo man you gotta freaking chill you know what I mean because by Wednesday he was telling me I'll drive down to Canberra and I'm like oh. <laughs> I mean it's, it's only day three and you want to come down on Saturday what I went and consulted a group of like friends that I trust and I'm like what do I do because he wants to come on Saturday and they were like just let him come you never know what's going to happen. Just let him come, you know. Worst comes to worst. You don't like him. Big deal. He'll go back. Comes from the get-go. It was just like... I haven't been on much dates, but it was one of the worst dates I've been on. Like, the worst! It's funny. My mind already knew it was going to be trash, but I didn't think it was going to be that bad. And the fact that he couldn't even engage, I was going horrible. And then towards the end of the date, he's like, can I come back next week? And I'm like... <laughs> Are you blind? But the take-home lesson is... Um, there's ones that are desperate. is a big red flag. But yeah, was, I think that was the one thing that really put me off all the dating apps because I'm like, wow, is, is this how it is? Is this how it is? It's not that I had hope or that I was looking for something because in my head, especially when I, when I first started using these dating apps and I moved out of home, I was just looking for friendship. I'm just trying to build my network, you know? I'm in a new city. I don't know anyone. Let me go friend zone some niggas. But uh, <laughs> didn't work out that time. <laughs> I was going to say... Um... A lot of times, we always tell our friends, our siblings, you know what? Yeah, you're not feeling it. Just give it a shot. Just, like, see how it goes. Like, just try. You already have a feeling inside of you that this isn't for me. This isn't going to work for me. I'm not feeling... Like, and yes, sometimes it's part of our biases. And, like, you know, we're biased against this. We're biased against that. But a lot of times, there's a lot of red flags. Unconsciously, you're picking them up. And are, like, instinctively, we're like, I'm not about this. You know what I mean? You really knew what you wanted already. You're like, you don't want somebody who's serious straight up. Um, you've only known this guy for three days. Uh, he's coming on hella strong. Yeah. For niggas to friend zone. He didn't fit any of that criteria. <laughs> I know. In my head, like, after that happened, I was like, well, like, this could have been avoided. With a lot of friendships, a lot of people like to, like, tell you, oh, you know, just give it a shot. And they sugarcoat things, especially with females. I know it's a big generalization, but we love to say, no, but it's okay. You never know what's going to happen, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I realize a lot of my male friends always tell me, nah, man, that, like, I love how they don't sugarcoat anything to me. It's like, come, are you dumb? Like, if your gut is telling you this, why are you doing that? And I'm just like, you know what? You're right. You're right. Like, my guy has never let me, led me wrong. But we always, like, feel like it's always for me. I'm always, like, trying to outdo my gut and say, nah, nah, nah. I know. I know what's best. No, definitely. I think it's part of the reason why... Part of the reason is because we're kind of conditioned to settle. You're always going to see a top-notch girl with a guy who isn't necessarily <laughs> top-notch. 
the settling part I understand, but for me, every time my mind tries to settle, I'm like, why are you folding like a laptop? Why are you settling? Why? You can't, why? I always step back and question myself. But you know why? We try to tell ourselves, like all the time, wallahi, I try to, like we try to tell ourselves, I'm a 21st century, what is it? Is it 21st century? I'm a 21st century woman. From day dot, everything around you is telling you, you are meant to be in a relationship. You are meant to have a partner. You are meant to be half of a whole. And if oh, you're wow. constantly living, <laughs> literally, if you're constantly living that way, you can tell yourself anything you want, but I'm sorry. It takes a lot more than just reading one, two books and watching one, two documentaries and chatting with one, two friends to realize you don't need this shit. It, it's, look, it's hard. And I feel sorry for people who actually, I mean, yeah, we all want to get married, but there are people who actually, you know, who actually want it now. And it's, it's hard. I don't blame them, you know? Especially on these Muslim apps, there's a lot of males who aren't really serious about anything and they're on these apps. It's like, what are you doing? Go use Tinder, mate. If, you really, if you're not serious, there's apps that cater to that. One thing I'm, I misunderstood when I first got on the app is I just assumed that everybody was hella serious. And for some reason, even though I was not in the mind space to be hella serious, I was acting hella serious. <laughs> and then like, to, and then I'd be like in a situation, I'm like, yo, I don't want to be in this shit. It's going too fast. Bye. <laughs> Ghost. <laughs> One thing I want to point out. Why do men come on these apps and blur their photos? I think that's the one thing I couldn't understand. Females, I get it. Why are you blurring up pics? Also, that's my one point. My second point is when males can't hold a conversation. You already have the advantage. He can talk to 10, 20 girls and no one's going to say shit. If I do the same, I'm considered a hoe or, you know, she's going around, blah, blah. This guy has the upper hand already from day one but can't hold a conversation. My back is broken. I cannot do this. I cannot do this. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. The thing is, I recognize that people's texting game might be shit. I don't know. I guess people come on there to practice or whatever or to figure shit practice. out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just practice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Like, you got to learn somewhere. I don't think you have to be a serious candidate on these apps necessarily. Like, as long as from the get-go, you kind of generally... I don't I don't mean like, hey, what are your intentions? Tell me what your intentions are. A, B, C, D. But if you get a general idea of what the, what the person is looking for and what they want, right? The problem is when you have dishonesty. And it's so much easier to be dishonest when you're on an app and to kind of be a different person because people can't see your facial expressions. People can't spe- see the way you speak, the way you talk. You're just on this thing. You're talking about, oh, I'm looking for the one. Everybody's, everybody's profile says, I'm looking for the one. I'm looking to settle down. I'm looking for a girl that, you know, uh, wants, to, wants to be my mom's fifth daughter. I don't know. But <laughs> looking for a wife to travel with, looking for a life companion, all these corny ass lads. Yeah, but they're genuinely not. Like some people are just on there like to to just date casually and to figure out like what they want and who they want and, and to learn about uh, that. Make it normal for girls who are just out here trying to figure their shit out. You actually gave me an idea. <laughs> you should have a button way if I'm serious or not. Simple. That is very true. If you're sitting with the CEOs of Muzmatch, Minder, whatever other Muslimic dating apps there are, what would you tell them to fix on their dating apps? Or not fix, but add. I guess, as I mentioned, the opportunity just to chat. Just to chat like that. It's it's more like you, they can, I'm no app genius, but they can create a feature in the app where you can just swipe on the person but then decide what type of conversations do I want to have with this person, you know what I mean? Uh, I guess a bit more interactive, like, you know, because I'm not, I'm not sure. I, okay, the last time I was on these apps, I had like two days and I was off. But I guess like, you know, you know how on Twitter it's so easy to talk to someone? They need to make it like that, you know? I feel like it's just so difficult. But isn't that how like dating apps in general are? Like you have a profile, you swipe on it, you get you get it going. 
you're right but it has to be a bit more different with these Muslim gaps because I feel like they already have to um push through so many different barriers to people coming on this app you know what I mean you have to make it a bit more fun and why is it boring also why do I have to pay chill man make money off ads yeah that's one thing that I think is highway robbery especially like the fees like some of these people, I'm like, yo, it's not even like a couple of dollars. Like these people are asking for double digits. Relax. Mm-hmm. And that's what pisses me off because I'm like, how how are you asking me to pay? But Hinge and Bumble are letting me do everything. Literally unlimited swipes, especially on Hinge, unlimited swipes, even on Bumble. And then here, because when I had Muzmatch, I didn't pay for it. And like they give you, a, you get a capped number of hours where you can swipe on people and then it tells you come back in 11 hours. What? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? It sounds to me like you, when you think about dating in general, you think more of dating apps as opposed to the uh, the old way, you know, like actually meeting old someone. Old-fashioned way, exactly. Like being introduced to someone with a fr- by, through a friend or a family. Do you think that's the case? I feel like for me and my personality, that's easier for me. Like I've met people at parties and then gone out to dates with them. It's easier for you to meet people in person as opposed to the dating yeah. apps then. Dating apps is because you're in Canberra. That's what, you're just stuck there, so you don't have a choice. Yeah, I'm stuck there, yeah. But also you just want to see what's, what everyone's raving on about, you know? Because I was so against going on Muzmatch, so against it. And my friend's like, what are you going to lose? Just try so I eventually did. I Look, I don't prefer either, but because I feel like with my personality and people can act like whoever they want to act on these apps and it's easy for them. Whereas if you meet them in person, you've already seen who they are, you know? They can't really switch up on you in like a matter of weeks. And it's, it's, it's harder to like change who you are when they meet you in real life. Like when you, when you meet someone in real life, then you hang out with them again. Whereas through these apps, they can build up a character of who, you know, who they want you to think they are. Then you meet them in real life and you just... You know, it, it wasn't like that. I think that's I think that's the one thing, I guess, the scary part of, like, you know, meeting people online. You don't know who they really are. Let's be honest, you don't. Like, you know, because usually if you meet someone here through people, you can verify who they are through their friends. I mean, so you get, how you can do that? How? So I think that's the, that's, that's the hard bit. Halima is back, our favourite TikToker. In the second part of her interview, Halima shares some of her more positive experiences on dating apps and shares tips on how to make the most of these apps. Hi, my name is Halima. I am 23 and I am single. Hey Halima, nice to meet you <laughs> again. What motivates you to stay on these goddamn apps? Like, it's a struggle. It is. I think I got blessed and that my experiences since I joined, I don't know, I've had some good experiences and I was blessed to have like relationships come off of this app, like whole ass boyfriends that I have fully dated, have fully met my families. Um, and I, so oh, wow. like, I, and I know that I met them on these apps. I met them on Minder. So it's like, mm, I feel like there's gotta be more fish in that sea, you know, more like plausible fish, like realistic ones that, that could make something go somewhere. So I think I think that's what it is. I think I rely on the fact that like good things have happened before on this app. So if I like bide my time, maybe something good will come up again. But yeah. Okay. Wow, that's that's good to hear. I've I've heard people have gotten like I know a woman who fully got married off of this app, off of off of Mismatch. Um she got engaged and then they got married and it was a whole thing. And I like watched it happen and I'm like, damn. Like, for real, this is, like, for real, for real. Like, people's whole, like, lives, like, could, like, change from these apps, which is wild. No, I, I also have a few friends who have actually 
within the last year gotten married, like two friends who got married off of Muzmatch. So that in itself is proof. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, Strugglesville, man. Strugglesville. Strugglesville. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It is a very small percentage <laughs> of people who are having these success stories, but the percentage is there nonetheless. <laughs> what do you prefer? Do you prefer using like dating apps like Muzmatch and Minder? Or um, do you prefer like meeting people in real life? Mm, um, Which have you had more luck I've on? I've had more luck on the dating apps. I've had okay. more luck on the dating apps. Um, I think I think it comes from like the community that I'm in. There's not a ton of Muslims here, um, not a ton of people that are even options. So I think that plays a factor into it. I have known people in real life and things like that, but I think I've had more success on the dating apps. So I'd say I'd prefer them. Would you recommend that people actually invest in dating apps, um, Islamic dating apps, like, you know, buy the subscription and stuff? Or should we just stick with the free version? I personally stick with the free version. So I think that's the recommendation I would give. I tried premium on Mender for a solid two months and it it wasn't all that I thought it was going to be wasn't I mean the one benefit with Minder is that it'll tell you who likes your profile and so you can look through there and swipe right on people who have already liked you and it kind of takes the guesswork out of the swipe right swipe left thing but other than that it doesn't really give you a totally different experience on the apps I don't think um Muzmatch, on Muzmatch, you can already see who likes you and who viewed your profile and all of those things. So um, I don't really know what the purpose of getting premium on Muzmatch would be, but... Um, it's the number of swipes Yes, actually, that's true. I think that was the biggest thing off of Muzmatch yeah. that I found. Yep. I think, it's the, I think that's true. The swipes and also you get more filters. So you can like even narrow down your search. Like you can say, I want them to be only this ethnicity or only... Um, I only want someone who's educated. I only want someone who is Sunni. I only want someone... Like, you can really, really use all of the filters with the premium version. What I found on both was, um, with the free versions, Muzmatch has more options in terms of filters compared to Mindy. Yeah. Whereas Muzmatch, like, straight up, you could... I could put Somali on it, and I'll have only Somali yep. show up. One thing, though, about Minder, uh, you could see who liked your account already. But another thing I really like was liked on Minder was the stealth mode. Stealth mode, yes. Mm-hmm. The only way people would see your account is if you already like their profile. Do you get what I mean? And it's it, it might be something that's a bit more comfortable and it feels a bit more safe for people who are a hundred percent used to being on dating apps, are apprehensive about it. It's a good option. One a tip that I will give people that was shared with me: they don't want to get the premium version and pay money to to get um the stealth mode if you threaten to leave <laughs> oh my goodness so, i've heard this before too so if you I've try this before <laughs> so if you try to leave the app they'll be like oh why are you leaving and then you'll you just choose oh i feel like it's too bait or i don't want people to find me or something there's an option like that there and then if you select that they'll be like oh okay we'll give you three days of stealth mode so that's three days where you can go ham <laughs> You get as you get premium, and like you can swipe as many people as you want. You'll see the people who liked your profile. You can choose to only swipe on them, and then the only people who see you are people who you swiped on as well. 
But you'd have to be really dedicated those three days. You have to get like a year's service into those three days, swipe on as many profiles as possible. That also is annoying because what gives me anxiety and stress is if you match with too many people. Oh my gosh. I, I, I tend to like, if I get like um, five, seven matches, I'll kind of stop swiping. Um, and I'll just leave the profiles in my stack just to see where these five to seven go, you know, if a conversation arises, if things go somewhere, um, because I don't want to like, I don't want to like get overwhelmed. And I also don't want to swipe left on someone that I would have considered otherwise if I didn't have something else going on, going on. So how much of a leeway do you give people until they start strike up a conversation? Like, I mean, how, how long do you wait until you're like, okay, nothing's happening. Bye. Unmatch. Great question. So uh, it depends. It definitely depends. Sometimes I'm willing to like drop a pickup line first or uh, like start the conversation. And then if they don't reply within, I think like a day of me shooting my shot, quote unquote, uh, then I unmatch because I'm like, I went out of my way to, <laughs> to initiate something here and you said nothing. Especially, especially yeah. if you can see that they're online in the app. That's when I have much less patience. But some people have the premium and so they can turn off when you see they're online and when they're offline. So with them, I give them a little more leeway because I have no clue if they're on the app, which they probably are. But um, yeah, if I am not going to shoot my shot first or like send the message first I usually wait like a couple days like if they don't say anything for like five days or something then I'm like yeah you're probably not gonna say anything at all and then I unmatch you're actually so generous for giving you five days I give them 48 hours <laughs> two days that's plenty of time I'm like you're not responding Mm -mm. I don't blame you. If a sister came out in front of you and she wants to start using dating apps for the first time ever, what tips would you give her? Oof. I have given so many tips. So many tips. So many tips. Okay. I would say in your profile, I guess the, my first couple of tips come from like setting up your profile. I would honestly not put too much effort into your profile with like a ton of details. Ah, there's something with like the guy brain that I've noticed. I don't know. They tend to like when there's like a little bit of mystery or like that you'll get a little bit more responses if you're not detailing every aspect of your life on your bio. Um, so that would be my first tip with setting up your profile. But I would also, I guess in general with the app, I would tell them to lower whatever expectations are because clearly if they've got this new hope of like downloading these apps someone got their expectations up like oh you it's it's going to be a great time and I'm guessing a lot of people are getting that vibe from my TikTok um because I'm out here telling them it's all flowers and dandy but I do tell them that it's not all of that um but I'll tell them lower the expectations a little bit because you do encounter men who have no interest in actually something serious, men who are just there to swipe just to see who they'll match with but won't actually initiate conversation. Um, I would also tell them tip-wise to not be afraid to shoot your shot first. I do it all the time. I send pickup lines, like really corny ones. I say, hey, hello, how are you? I have said, um, so how do you like your eggs in the morning? I've, I've, I've said all kinds of things that, you know, I wouldn't admit in real life, but I think confidence goes a long way. So I think shooting your shot isn't something to be ashamed of. Other tips, other tips, be patient, hundred percent be patient. It, it's not going to happen overnight. You're not going to suddenly get a great match and 
just, it's going to blow up and it's going to be so amazing and you guys are going to talk all the time. Um, I would definitely agree with be patient, 100% be patient. Also, don't be afraid to like uh, talk to multiple people at the same time because chances are they are too. Um, Doing the same thing. Yes, and there's no guarantee where one will go. Um, I think if you've been talking to them for a couple of weeks, then yeah, you can start trimming the fat and start letting other people go. Um, but especially for the first like couple of weeks, first full month, I would be talking to other people. I actually wanted to ask you a question about that, about putting in the time and being patient. How long would you say is a good run? Because you can't be on these things continuously. It's a bit too draining. Okay, consistent, yes. Because what I would say is if you do start to get sick of the app or like you just, you're like, you do start to feel like gross with yourself, you're like, I can't believe I'm still on these things. I would just like either delete the app without deactivating your account or I would just not open the app for like a couple weeks. But I think a good run for that would be maybe like three months, I think is fair. You can't really say um, I was on it for three months, but you didn't swipe frequently like you only swiped once a week or you only messaged one guy in a whole week like I feel like then that's that's not really fair you weren't totally trying okay so so what's fair then if instead if not swiping once a week <laughs> and not conversing once a week what's fair then like daily like not da- yeah, maybe days? maybe every other day uh swiping and then matches that you get I mean, and you can judge, you can tell, like, based on the profile. Like, some people you just kind of took a chance on, so you swiped right. But some people you were really feeling their profile and you matched. Then I would say being fair would being, like, being fair to yourself, first of all. I'm not talking about being fair to these men because I couldn't care less about them, (laughs) to be frank. I'm talking about being fair to yourself, being fair to, like, what you want in life and what you deserve and putting in the effort to really get what you want. So I would say messaging the matches that you really like first, even if they don't message you first, I would say message them first and swiping every other day. Um, you know, just trying just that would be that would be to me being fair with trying somebody who you're about to swipe right on. What are some of the tick boxes you want to check off in their profile? I don't mean personal preferences. I mean, like in terms of like content in general or like photos and stuff like that. Multiple photos. And that can be like four or five uh, I tend to be a little cautious with guys who only have a single photo on their profile. That's almost always an immediate left swipe. We're just in the digital age. I don't know why you don't have pictures of yourself. It's kind of a red flag. Um, I would say if his bio, I would look, I would look at his occupation, um, not necessarily to be like picky with like, oh, he has to be a doctor, but just to see that there's something there or to see like what language he used there. Um, I would also look at how he describes himself um, and what he lists as like hobbies or I would look at, oh, a big red flag is when he starts listing what he wants out of a woman in a very... It's, it's, it just comes off the wrong way, honey. Like you can you can have very pretentious. Like I want a woman who is X, Y, Z in the third and it's like... Honey, listen, we're all on the dating app. Like, <laughs> we've all come to this. Like, <laughs> just relax, relax. You, that's something you kind of like find out about people. Like, once you match and you have conversations, but to know that their, you know, walls and filters are already so high is just, it's a red flag for me. Um, 
also with a guy's profile, I I like profiles that have like a joke in there or so they it's some sort of indication of their humor. Um, if they're able to, like, I know on Minder, a common question that they use as like a prompt is like pineapples on pizza. So depending on like his response to that, unless he, if he just says yes straight away versus someone who's like, is it a problem? Like, if you don't, like, I don't know, like, some sort of, like, indication that he has some sort of sense of humor is something that I would look for. His pictures, like, his types of pictures also is something to look for. Like, if he has pictures with other people, pictures with family, pictures him at work, pictures of him traveling. Yeah, one thing I found very bizarre was when there would be, like, maybe one or two or three pictures, but they're all pictures with, like, Instagram filters. Yes. And I'm just very concerned mm-hmm. at that point because that's bizarre. Yes. A grown age. At grown age. Grown age. Or if they put lots of um, nothing in their profile and it's just, like, a flag. Yes. Or, like, a football yes. team or, like, a game that they play. I'm just like, oh, really? Are you a big age? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I do not swipe around. There's a lot of people even who, because I think the app requires you to put something in each of the fields, people will put dot, 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 and, like, just to avoid actually writing words which is so weird also i hate i hate the ask me to find out i don't think that's cute i don't think it's cute i've seen so many profiles that are just like if you want to know, know more swipe ask me. right and it's just like no <laughs> <laughs> that's turning me off i don't want to ask you how about you just tell me certain things um but yeah that's i don't like that at all i very much don't like the forced mysteriousness yeah, I mean, and the other thing that I find, I like, I understand it, but I also was like, you know what, uh, is when people put in their profile, um, if you have, if you have blurred photos, don't bother talking to me. Yeah, yeah, that's like, why not just not swipe on those profiles? Like, yeah, like, you don't have to mention have, it, and that's the thing. I feel like you are more than welcome to have preferences i have preferences i don't swipe on men with blurred photos i just i swipe left but i'm not gonna put that in my profile and say just so you know i think this about you like if you're blurred mm -mm, i'm not even gonna waste my time i feel like that just that says so much about you already okay so i guess my last question is is how optimistic are you in terms of the future when it comes to dating in general and dating on dating apps I'm pretty optimistic. I'm trying to stay optimistic when it comes to dating, when it comes to finding love, when it comes to all of that jazz. I think I'm pretty optimistic. I love it. (laughs) Because for a lot of people, that's not the case. I know. If you would have asked me like a year ago, I would have been like, "Mm, no. (laughs) But yes, yes, definitely comes and goes. And I am, I'm sticking my heels deep into this, like this optimism. Thank you guys so much for joining today's episode. It was super fun. A labor of love about finding love in the 21st century. Oh my God, so dramatic and so corny, but yes. Um, If you'd like to find out a bit more about our amazing guests that joined us today, check out our description below for some of their socials. And as always, as always, if you'd like to join the conversation and share your one, two, multiple hundreds of cents, DM us or add us on Twitter and Instagram at Abon Podcast or email us at abonchronicles at gmail.com. Alternatively, you could also uh, send us an anonymous Curious Cat question or comment um, at curiouscat.me forward slash Podcast. And with that, I bid thee farewell, salams, and Ramadan Mubarak. <laughs>